God. Our Father, we thank you that the race is not to the swift nor to the battle to the strong. Ecclesiastic 9 and 11. Appearances don't matter at all. The only thing that matters is that you are fighting for us. Amen. For greater is he who is in us Amen. than he who is in the world. Right. You and you alone are the great victor and conqueror over all. You have given us victory by the blood of Jesus, and you have yes, victory for your people. Yeah. The wicked may sometimes the appear wicked. stronger than, yeah, yeah. Than, we, than we are, but Father, in the name of Jesus, but that is the only illusion, not the truth. Amen. So we thank you, Father, Amen. Lord of heaven yes. and earth thank and you. God of angel armies, that in Jesus' name we are more than conquerors. We rejoice before you, Lord. And we speak your word over every wicked one in America. As, Lord, as the smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As wax melts before the fire, so let the wicked perish at the presence of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My, my Jesus. Father, 2023 is the year when our freedoms will be restored. Yes. By this prayer, we nominate, vote in, establish, and decree in Jesus' name that 2023 is America's year of jubilee. Yes. We shall be free this year. My God, come on. Free from all encumbrances to a righteous legal process. Yes. Free from all hindrances to legal and honest elections. Free from all unholy leadership. Free from ungodly wokeness and the evil agenda of Satan and his forces. Amen. Free from having our rights and liberties infringed upon. Amen. Free from attacks of the minority in the name of tolerance and inclusion. Free from every evil thing. Yes. And in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, that America shall be saved. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. Father God, we also thank you that 2023 is a year of prosperity. And we release our edits in the name of Jesus. That our stock market haul rebound and do better than ever in every sector, including technology. That our economic market shall stabilize. That the interest rates will be controlled only by godly and righteous people Amen. making godly decisions that yes. are good for the American people. Yes. That our nation's budget shall be balanced. Yes. That the cost of goods shall be reduced yes. and be restored yes. to normal. Yes. That our national debts halls be reduced or eliminated in a godly way. Amen. That unholy government spending will be stopped. Amen. That small business owners shall prosper in everything to which they set their hands. Amen. That good jobs shall be available to every American. Amen. That Americans shall return to work in droves and Amen. no longer shall there be any staffing issues or difficulties in our factories, stores, restaurants, and businesses. That our supply chain shall be freed and must flow without hindrance or blockage. Thank you, Lord, for the truckers. Amen. That taxes will be reduced. Amen. That inflation shall cease. Amen. That the dollar shall regain its value. That retirement accounts will regain their value. Amen. And that every American will prosper financially and that the church will do its job in helping the poor in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 
thank you also, Father, that 2023 is the year in which gender transition surgeries on minors oh, shall become yes. unthinkable, yes. unacceptable no in this country, no illegal. Yes. Irrefutable yes. scientific data will emerge to show that abortion yes. and work gender, gender ideology is absolutely dangerous and false for all people. Abortion at any stage of pregnancy yes, shall become unthinkable yes. and unlawful in yes. all 50 states. Yes. The gospel will hail thunder from the pulpits of American yes. churches. Yes. Christians will return to fellowship, yes. the apostles' doctrine, the prayer, and the breaking of bread, just yes. like you prescribed through your word yes. in Acts chapter 2. Yes. Christians shall become such good, good stewards of your finances that we shall be known as the blessed and wealthy of the Lord. Revival shall break out on every street corner in this land. You shall thrust out laborers into the harvest field at an unprecedented rate, opening doors to allow all who desire to serve you full-time in vocational ministry shall do so. Yeah. Christian churches shall be crowded again yes. with people yes. desiring to hear the true gospel yes. and the true word of yes. God. Yes. You will work with us as we proclaim your word yes. and you will confirm your word with signs, wonders, yes. and miracles of every kind. Yes. Our sons and daughters, husbands and wives, grandchildren and parents who have fallen away from you will return to you yes. with fasting, weeping, and mourning. The righteous shall have favor and shall rule and reign over the wicked at every opportunity. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for these decrees. Woo! Yes! We thank you that you are a rewarder of those who seek you. Therefore, Father, we ask in Jesus' name that you would reward us for seeking you all these years. Amen. We have been on Amen. our face before the Lord. We remind you of your word in Matthew chapter 6, which says, You will reward us openly when we pray and fast in secret. So we ask you to openly reward us by your spirit and the, the glory of your Amen. Holy Spirit falling for every prayer that we have prayed in our prayer closets. And we ask you to openly reward us both individually, corporately, for every fast that we have observed to, uh, to your name, Jesus. And we thank you that this is done and it is because your work cannot return void. Salvation belongs to the Lord, Abba Father. Your Amen. blessing is upon your people and we thank you in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Amen. that this year when you have, that you may have raised us up in obscurity, but now you are flaunting your work to the world. He's going to rise up and be strong. So let it be done. And I thank you, Holy One of Israel. And we give you all the praise and the glory and the honor. We worship you and you alone. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. We say, so be it. So be it. Amen. So we I didn't know that you were going to be doing decrees this morning, but the Lord knew. 
Okay. And the scripture that you've been quoting at least twice so far, Isaiah 42, 9, says, Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. Yes. So it's a shifting from the former things to the new things. Yes. And the Lord has said, get this correct, that this is the year of transition. Yeah. Last year he said it was the year of breakthrough. Yeah. So breakthrough comes, then transition can result from the breakthrough. And if you look at our nation, the Supreme Court breakthrough, right, yeah. for abortion. Yeah. Yeah. You know, breakthrough in so many different areas um, in Congress, you know, on a big scale. I'd be interested in knowing what the Lord did in your life last year that was breakthrough, right, that'll enable you to move into the transition that he's bringing this yes. year. Amen. And he has said that the transition is from darkness to light, mm -hmm. sickness to health, yes. lack to plenty, yes. despair yes. to hope. Yes. For some of you, this transition this year will be gradual. For some of you, it'll be suddenly. Thank you, but have no fear, because when it's God, it's good. Amen. So transition means change, and some of us go, ah, change. You know, don't want that, right? But it, that change is from the Lord that's coming. And he's released angels to enable you to walk through this transition for his glory. On a larger scale, the transition this year will see in the nation, right, will impact all seven spheres. Family, media, com, common, uh, um, family, media, religion, government, technical science, we already talked about that in his former uh, business, the business arena and education. But the two that God was, was spotlighting to me was government and education. Yes. You'll see great transition um, be birthed in those areas this year. So be encouraged, right? This year of transition. It's going to bring about glorious things oh, yeah. for you and your family. Oh, yeah. 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 Holy Spirit, but always speaking to us, encouraging us. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to carry us through. We've got to stay close to him. So now we're going to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and praise. And we're going to do it off the Hey, give him the voice. Where's the voice? Where's the voice? We pray for the sound system to kick in. Let's worship him because he's worthy to be praised. I'm just going to put this up here. Thank you, Lord. This is just recording. Well, so we're instant in season and out, right? So, if y'all like to stand, we're going to enter in. Welcome, Spirit of the Living God. Father, we thank you for your presence because we're gathered in your name, Lord. That's your word, Lord that you're here amongst us when two or three are gathered. We welcome you here. Yes, we do. We're Thank here you, to Father. honor you, to bless you, to exalt and magnify you. Amen. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Glory. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Hallelujah. It made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. 
I will rejoice for he hath made me glad. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will from the dead dwell in you dwells in you if that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwell in you dwell in you he will begin your mortal bodies if that spirit dwell in you he will quicken your mortal bodies if that spirit dwells in you, God can do anything, anything, anything. My God can do anything but fail. He can save, he can cleanse, he can keep, and he will. My God can do anything but fail. He's the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He's the fairest of ten thousand to my soul. My God can do anything, anything, anything. My God can do anything but that. Oh. 
come and have it a worship. We offer up a sacrifice of praise, a sacrifice of worship. Let it be, let it be, let it be holy. Let it be, let it be acceptable in your sight, O oh God. We offer up our praises. We offer up our worship. Bisula madurara, ino ero aradayosi. Hello, 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 aladua. We're gonna press in, we're gonna press in to your glory. We're gonna press in to your glory. Shula Baduara, come and have it, come and have it our praises. Come and have it, come and have it our you alone, you alone, you alone are God. You alone, you alone, you alone are God. There is no other, there is no other God like you. There is no other God like you. One and only, one and only true God, one and only true God, we worship and adore, bless and honor, exalt, magnify. We say you and you alone are worthy of our worship. You and you alone are worthy, 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 worthy. You and you alone are holy, holy, holy. With the angels around the throne, we cry, holy are you, Lord God. No other, no other, no other like you. Holy, 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 holy is the Lord my God. You alone are worthy of my worship, O God. You alone are worthy of my praises. No other God, no other God like you. Yeshua, Yeshua, Raduera, Iloana, we're gonna press in to your glory, O Most High. We humble ourselves, we humble ourselves in your sight, O God. Honor and glory and power and dominion is yours, my God. God says, I have called you into my glory. I have called you into this change. I have prepared my bride for the last few months, the beginning of my year, says the Lord. I have been preparing my bride for the changes that are coming to this earth. My bride has been prepared. Are you ready to go and be the change to those around you? Are you ready to get off of your blessed assurance and be the change that is needed in this world. I need my disciples to go out. I need my disciples to be signs and wonders and miracles in the workplace, in the byplace, 
in the highways, in the byways, says the Lord. It is time for change. It is time for my church to be the change to the world. Stand up. Stand up in my glory. Be filled and worship me as I change you from glory to glory. As I change this world from glory to glory, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that was an invitation from the Lord. We say we will go, Lord. We will go. We will be. We will be all that you've called us to be. We thank you, Lord, you go before us. Thank you, Lord, you go beside us. Thank you, Lord, you go behind us. You never, ever, ever leave us or forsake us, oh, Lord God. We worship you. We bless you. We honor you. We're so grateful, Lord. We're so grateful, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. Worthy are you. Worthy are you, O Most High. Worthy are you, O Most High. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. us in our blood but he says if we ourselves will examine ourselves first we will not be judged and that will that we be washed in the blood of Jesus and we want to take this a remembrance of what Jesus did for us in honor and excellence and honoring him with our own bodies by offering us our temple we are the temple of the Holy Spirit but we ask him to purge anything out of us that has offended him in any way, whether we know or we don't know. This is the time and this is the day of salvation. If there's those that need to accept the Lord Jesus, today's the day. If there are those here that need to say, I need to rededicate myself to you totally, this is the day. So we ask that, Father, that you would lead us by your spirit because it's by grace that we are saved, that he draws us to himself. We are, are seeking him, and he said those that seek him will find him. And we are so grateful for his word, and his word is true. So, Father, we ask you to forgive us our sins and make us worthy by the, not our blood, but the blood of Jesus Christ that we are washed in. Wash us and make us pure. Create within us a clean heart, Lord, and a, and a right spirit before you. And we thank you that it is done. And we call it forth in Jesus' name and receive it fully. And I have Miss uh, Constance that is going to lead us and taking the elements. So thank you, Miss Constance. Before that, is, did you have a word that you wanted to share with everyone? Come out, Miss Constance. And we have a couple of words the Lord has spoken to share with y'all first. Come, Miss Constance. I guess y'all can see why 
God said what he said to me this morning. I get up like a little child yes. before Christmas. I'm so excited to be here with y'all. Yeah. I would love to come. What about you? I'm so happy to see y'all. So here I'm calling up on the couch, getting ready to pray. And the Lord said, do you see him? And at that moment, I could see all of y'all here. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. And he said, these are my also crowds of women. And he was saying, I want you to study communion. When it first started, the first time that you read about communion in the Bible was for victory. Pull up your mic. For victory. And that's what we were talking about prayer group yesterday. It seemed like everywhere we're going, we're hearing that same word, victory. And I thank God that he is spreading it about victory. Amen. Today I was so excited to tell her because we have been longing for victory for Amen. our living condos. And I have many to pray for every day. But she said something that just broke it wide open. And why I like to get with women that believe in God is because iron sharpens iron. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Sure. She was talking about when they were walking to Damascus and when they took the bread and wine with Jesus, it opened their eyes. Amen. I need victory where I live. I need victory in my home with my children. Amen. I need for their eyes to be open. Amen. So when we take communion, let's take it, his body, in remembrance that by his stripes we are Amen. That our children are free. Yes. That we have victory in our homes. Amen. Victory on our jobs. Victory on where we live. Yes. And victory over the food that we think we can't put down. Yes. So that we can fast again. Yes. Amen. Father, we're thanking you right now for the victory that you showed me that we're going to have this year. And Father, we thank you. You let my sister give me the end of what you're trying to tell me. Amen. Because I do get too excited. I am like a child. Everybody says so. I am excited to be with my Lord every morning. I just can't wait to get out of bed and let us talk about y'all. And he has much to say. But anyway, I'm just thankful, she said, of the opening of eyes. How precious is that? Precious. What a gift. Say it out loud. It's the first time. It was after a great battle. We have been in a great battle for the last three years. Yes. Amen. It's time for us to hold up the cup of victory. Amen. We have overcome by the blood of the Lamb Amen. and the words of our testimony. Amen. And not loving our death, life unto death. Let us stand for Jesus. Amen. Good morning, everybody. So I'm going to share. First of all, I want to thank Miss Lorraine for this honor. I just love you to pieces. We thank God for Women's Glow. So I'm going to read from Matthew 26, verses um, 26, chapter 26, from verses 26 to 28, okay? And the Word of God says, and now, while they were eating, now, 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 while they were eating, Jesus took some bread, hallelujah, and after blessing it, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, amen? amen. Yes. And he said, take, hallelujah. Take and eat it. Amen. This is my body. 
And when he had taken up a cup and given thanks, he gave it to them saying, drink from it, drink from it, all of you, all of you, drink from it. For this is my blood of the covenant, which is being poured out for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Amen. Thank you, Father. Give God the glory. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I also want to share something the Lord showed me as I was driving here this morning. I was meditating on uh, how when we go out, we say to people, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You know, we do that many times. But the Lord, you know, said, say, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. And after he revealed that to me, he said to me, you know, you never know when that seed that you just planted is going to come up in their spirit. There's a lot of people that are depressed, that they feel unloved. No one loves me. No one cares. But all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit can bring up that seed that, that you planted in their spirit. That's in the, and they will hear, Jesus loves you. So just kind of take that into, you know, we need to be that light out there and shine for him and bless people around us. And let's not take for granted, you know, that that person is saved or they know the Lord or anything like that. But just whether they're Christians or not, you know, and then you'll hear them come, oh, thank you. You know, as soon as you will say that. When you're out and about cashiers, um, talking about waiters and different people that you come across, walking through Walmart, in the store, hey, hi, how you doing? God bless you, you know? It's a seed. It's a seed of love, and people need love these days. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Okay, we're going to continue with um, our worship and our offering. So, Ms. Agnes, if you would come, please. It's, a, it's an honor to be able to take the offering. You know, there's, I've been in a lot of churches that say, we're not going to ask you for money. Because some people have a problem with it. So they put the offering basket in the back, and they don't teach you about the offering. They don't teach you about tithes. They don't teach you the Word of God says for us to do it. Well, I don't want us to be complacent, okay? So we're going to read the Word of God, and I'm going to read out of uh, the Passion Bible, Galatians 6, 7. Make no mistake about it. God will never be mocked. For what you plant will always be the very thing you harvest. The harvest you reap reveals the seed that was planted. If you plant the corrupt seeds of self-life into the natural realm, you can expect it to experience a harvest of corruption. If you plant the good seeds of spirit life, you will reap the beautiful fruits that grow from the everlasting life of the spirit. And I, and I want to pause for a second. This is good ground. A glow is has a proven track record. Okay, I have been associated with a glow, and I'm gonna tell off on myself for 40 years. Okay, my mother introduced me to a glow when I was in my 20s, and I fell away from the Lord for a while. But when I came back, 100%, I came looking for a glow to guide me where I needed to go. And this chapter has been that lifeline for tw over 20 years, okay? It's been a place where I could grow, where I could learn, where I could learn how to walk in the spirit, 
where I could learn how to love my sisters and my brothers. A glow is a place that it doesn't just, it's not just a meeting place every, every month that you can come and sit and then just, that's it. It's a place of growth. It's a place of sisterhood. It's a place to develop lifelong friendships and networked ministries that have come through this place. My goodness. People like LaVon Chandler. I never knew who she was. Joan Hunter. You know, we learn of other ministries like the ministries that are here today through a glow. And they teach us. They grow us up. We're not supposed to just sit like God said this morning on our blessed assurance and it's, that's it. We are to grow to be like him. And the rest of this chapter, as I, we're going to pray and we're going to um, take our offering, it says, don't allow yourselves to be weary or disheartened in planting good seeds. For the season of reaping, the wonderful harvest you've planted is coming. Take advantage of every opportunity to be a blessing to others, especially to our brothers and sisters in the family of faith. So, Lord, today we offer, give you our offering. Father God, we thank you that whatever you put on our hearts to give, we will give. We will not listen to the enemy say, no, 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 don't do that. But we will do what you call us to do. And we offer it to you as our sacrifice of praise in Jesus' name. Amen. song we offer a sacrifice of praise, but we offer a sacrifice of praise. You know what? You know what? Yes, oh, okay. Uh, also, is there uh, anyone that is new for the first time have come to, we have gifts for those first timers. If you'll just raise your hand, we have ushers that are going to go and uh, give you uh, a gift. Just raise your hand, keep it up so that they'll know. Hallelujah. Lord, we offer up a sacrifice of praise. Lord, we offer up a sacrifice of praise. Lord, we lift our hands unto the Lord and bless your name forevermore. And continually offer up. The sacrifice of praise, the fruit of my lips shall be, Hosanna, hallelujah. The song of my heart shall be a melody of I will lift my hands unto you, Lord, and bless your name forevermore. And continually offer up the sacrifice of praise. Yes. It seems like I always forget one word, you've got to go la, 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 you know. Uh, here's my offering. Who is collecting the offering? Well, I had, I was laying in bed praying whether I was supposed to come today. And, uh, been kind of leaky, you know, and I just was praying, and the Lord, um, and I knew that y'all were going to be here, so I absolutely wanted to be here, you know, and because uh, I'd known Bruce a little bit, but I've known Larry and Chris for a very long time, 
And, uh, and so I'm laying in bed, and I'm seeking the Lord about what to do for my day. And he said, I want you to go, and I want you to, to before, before Bruce and, uh, and Chris get up, he said, I want you to say something about them. I said, okay. And he said, uh, and, he, and it's just so that, so that the Lord would prepare your heart a little bit more. How many have never heard them minister together? Okay, that's a lot of people. Okay, good. That's good. That's just confirmation for me, too. And, uh, and he said, uh, because he wants you to get ready for that, like she's talking about that transition. And the Lord said, he wants you to have your heart really ready for what they're about to impart. And so Chris and Larry, now we went together to church for, well, I was there. I don't know what year you went, started going there, but Jack and I were there for 16 years before we left. So we were there in the old building for a long, long time. And, uh, but I think, Brother Bruce, I think I met you maybe before that up at Brother Hilly's church in Dayton. And, um, and the way I met him, he was very drunk in the spirit. <laughs> and I think Billy Brim might have been there because I was trying to remember who was ministering that day. And so uh, did you ever minister there yourself? It might have been with Joe Jordan. Oh, Joe Jordan. I think it was with Joe Jordan. Yeah, because yeah, we all were in every, you know, we were glued to the wall and everything up there, you know. <laughs> and so that's what it was, Joe Jordan. But anyway, and I think, Chris, this is before I ever, ever knew you guys was him first. And I, of course, I didn't know until years and years later. When he came in, I thought, oh, who's that guy? I know who that is. And then found out you all were related. And then I found, found out your stories, your family stories. But anyway, so my friend Karen and I, we were real drunk in the spirit. And, um, and you always got drunk in the spirit when we went to those meetings. We went hungry, and we came out filled. You know, if you come in hungry, you're going to go out filled yes. and overflowing. Yes. And so anyway, Brother Bruce, he was walking, and he was walking like this, you know. And finally, he just fell out. It was that, you know. And we were, we were drunk, just as drunk as you were. We were laughing. You know, there's a lot of laughter. God says yes, there's not enough. Joy. He said, my people don't laugh enough. He said, yes. he said it's a unique gift is laughter because it, it, it heals you while you're laughing. Yes. And so anyway, we're sitting there. We got our arms around each other, and she and I are sitting there just drunk watching Brother Bruce on the floor. And he didn't move. He just every now and then would laugh, you know. And, and the Lord said, he said, oh, just go up here. Go up there and just cover him with money. You remember? Go up there and put money on him. And I'd never done anything like that, you know? And I said, Karen, and I sounded drunk. You ever sound drunk when you're drunk in the spirit? And I've slurred my words, I can't talk. I said, Karen. I said, I said, God told me to go up there and put money on that, that man up there. And she said, well, he told me the same thing. <laughs> he told me the same thing. And so, so we walked up there. We had to hold on to each other, get up there. And we, we took whatever money we had. We probably wasn't a whole lot, but we took everything we had. And he said, put, and so we put it all over him. We just went up there, covered him with that money. And we held on each other going back laughing, you know. We laughed up later on talking about that. And so, and the Lord said, he said, I want you to share that today. And I want you to tell Bruce, money cometh. Amen. And he said, from that day to this day, money cometh. Amen. Now it's going to be for your dreams to come to pass. Not just that you're going to help everybody else's come to pass. The Lord said, money cometh for your dreams. Amen. Hallelujah. And then with Chris and Larry, they've ministered to me so many times. At church, we went to church together for a lot of years. And I always love them. And the Lord said, your spont spontaneity has always, your spontaneousness to obey God has always been criticized. And I know I've had times the Lord usually had me go through, you know, give somebody a word during worship. That's a very holy time for God to give people words. It's your word during worship. They did it all the time. And always holding hands. They always stayed connected. They always did it together. No matter what comes, you always stay together. And the Lord said, your connections was kept you going. And, uh, but also... 
they'd have words. And so this one time, and this is what the Lord told me. He said, uh, he said, I want you to tell this on them and this about Bruce. They give him the word about the money. But he said to tell you, your, your quick, quick obedience has always caused the enemy to come against you because he doesn't like it. When he can find people that will just say, go and say whatever, you know, get up and go, go do it, and say whoever you're around. Because the Lord said, you can go get makeup, but while you're there, I've got somebody going to have there at the same time. It's always like that with me, too. And the Lord said, but your obedience has been better than sacrifice. And he said, the willing and obedient shall eat the good of the land. The land is yours. The land is yours. And so then he said this, though. He said, they, they, Jack and I, I always sat on the front row, you know that. And we were sitting on the back row. And I don't know why we were on the back row, but we were. And here comes open hands, and they're coming up during the worship. And Chris taps me on this. I'd see him come up around behind us. He said, we've got a word for you. I said, no, because I know how they move. So I got up, went back there, and Chris said, what? She says, it's only one word. And I said, oh, okay. Because usually they get quite a bit, so I know you're quite a bit. And the Lord said, lingering. And I thought, What? And he, he said, that's it. You remember, y'all remember? That was the only word, lingering. And it made me half mad because I didn't even know what it meant. You know? <laughs> so I get, now the Lord told me, Jesus, I got in the car and I said, what was that about? Have you ever gotten in the car after you got a word and thought, what was that? Raise your hand. Let me see. Okay, hands up everywhere. You're like, well, what was that? And I said, Lord, what was that? And he said, look it up in the dictionary when you get home. Look it up in the dictionary. Well, lingering, I know it kind of means staying after or whatever. But, but uh, because that was something I thought, it did something in me when you said it, and I thought, I don't know if I like that or not. I don't even know what that is, you know. I didn't know what I was experiencing. And so I got home, and I looked it up, and you're going to laugh, Chris, when he said, he said, an, an example of lingering is the party's over, and you've just stayed too long. <laughs> and we were praying about where to go. We knew we were about to make a big change and where to go back to church, and God called us back to Living Stones, and that's where we started. We've been in and out of there a few times, just as God would have us go back. And that's where we're at now, and, and Jack's just all over the place doing stuff for God, and I've been doing things that I never dreamed I'd get to do with it, one of the Sunday school classes. And we're just having out parties of God. Amen. And, um, and so anyway, he's, we went to Belgium for a couple years. You know, we were over there for two and a half years ministering, and first year was horrible, and the next year people were getting saved all over the place. Had great miracles, but anyway, the Lord said today, the word, he had me, remind me about the lingering Chris, because he said, there are things in your lives that are still lingering. And he said, and he said, viruses and sickness and diseases. He said, they're airborne. You need to cast those airborne things and germs out of the air, down under your feet. And he said, when they minister today, he said, everything that's been lingering in any of your lives, whether it's sin, no matter what it is, he said, it will be finished today. And under your no more lingering. That's it. That's it. Isn't that now she's going to be speaking next month, so y'all come out because she has a word from the Lord. And I thank God that He has blessed our speakers before we start because usually they're the last ones to get blessed after they have blessed all of you. So, what does the word say? The first shall be last, and the last shall be first. And He has a word. Hallelujah. It kind of ties into what Pam was saying. Um, after we had moved in the house that we're in now, the people that lived there before, um, the man, all he did was just mow the grass. He didn't weed eat, he didn't trim anything, and he loved trees. So anytime a little tree would pop up, 
he'd start mowing around it. And you know, when you mow, you can't get right up to it. And so next thing you know, this tree, this thing kept growing bigger and bigger. So anyway, we had this big clump, you know, it was almost as wide as this room. And I got my brother's tractor and I just went in there and just plowed it all up. And so here we had this beautiful St. Augustine all around this big dirt, pile of dirt. And I was out there one day, and I, I would go out there almost every day, and I'd water the dirt. Just water in the dirt, water in the dirt. And I was out, you know, and the Lord sometimes will let you do something stupid for a while, just to kind of let it, you know, <laughs> marinate in your brain a little bit. And so I was standing out there, and he said, what are you doing? And I, I almost said, well, Lord, you know everything. You know what I'm doing. I'm watering the dirt. And he said, well, why are you watering what's dead? And he said, look at all that green life that's all around that dirt. He said, if you water the things that are alive, they'll overtake the things that are dead. And so with what you were saying, Pam, you know, sometimes there's things in our life that God has allowed to die that we need to walk away from. There's things that we need to pay attention to sometimes that die. God will let you know which one. But that's what, what the Lord wanted me to say to you all is the areas in your life, some of them that are dead that God caused to die, he wants you to leave those, water what's alive, and they'll overtake the dead. Yeah. 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 I wasn't planning on this at all, just to tell you that while you were talking, it, the Lord reminded me of something that happened yesterday. So I'm just going to give you a little tiny brief thing why, why I did what I did. Um, so I think when I was 34 years old, I had a hysterectomy. And in the process, we've never taken a lot of medication because our parents took us to the altar. They prayed, you know, believe God. We didn't go to doctors a lot. We didn't need to. You know, they believed that Jesus was the healer, and he wasn't in, in, at our house. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but anyway, so they over-medicated me, and I lost all my memory. We have three children. I couldn't remember anything about their, when they were babies. I'd have people come up to me and say, you remember when we went here and da-da-da? And I'd say, oh yeah, ha, ha, ha. And I'd go home and sit in the corner and cry like a baby because I literally had no recollection whatsoever of what they were talking about. But I was too embarrassed to say anything about it. But yesterday, in my quiet time, I picked up my phone I have 10,000, over 10,000 notes in my phone. And the Lord just showed me why. He said, you know, you don't ever want to forget anything that has happened in your life because you forgot so much. So now I have literally taken a note about everything that's happened in my life, good and bad, for years. And yesterday he said, Chris, it's time for you to hit the delete button. You don't need all of that. You're, you're remembering, you're, you are remembering the good, which is great. But you're remembering all the bad, too. And it's sucking the life out of you. And he said, I want you to hit the delete button up to today because you start fresh today. So today... We get to start fresh yeah. right here, right now. We get to start fresh like newborn babies. And so I deleted 20, almost all of 2022 yesterday. 
And honestly, I can't wait to get home to do 2021. Yeah. And I'm going to go. There's probably 14, 15 years of notes that I've taken. 10,000 notes. And he said, hit the delete button. You don't need all of that. It's taking storage up in me that he wants to fill. And if, if we're so cluttered with all of that stuff on us, I mean, how can we be as free as he wants us to be? And he does want us to be free. And he doesn't want us lingering in the place where he's told us to move from. I, I can't even tell you. You know, the Lord has told Larry and I to go. And, you know, two years later, we're still in the same place wondering why, you know, nothing's happening. It's like, because you aren't moving. You know, it's like, just go. He said, go, go. So, anyway, if that's for some of us, but hit the delete button. You know, we're going we're gonna to experience a freedom this year, I believe, like we haven't in a long time because we're going to start hitting the delete button. Praise God. Well, I want to thank God because, you know, we have overcome. We have mics, you know. We had singing, we had rejoicing, so he answered our prayer, and we're so thankful that he is in control, amen? So now I'm going to give it over to Bruce and to Miss uh, Chris to minister as the Lord leads, and you're going to be blessed. Thank you, man. Thank you, Lord. Buckle up. Well, glory to God. I'm so glad y'all are here. Revelation 5 says, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive blessing and honor and glory and power and everything we do. I'll just give Him glory right now in advance for what He's already done and what He's going to do in this place, all right, through us and for y'all in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. When Jesus was at the wedding at Cana, they ran out of wine. And Mary, the mother of Jesus, came to Him and, and sought His help. And he consented, all right, and he turned the water into wine, of course. But, but before he did that, Mary looked at the people who were administering the wedding, and what did she say? She said, whatever he tells you to do, you do it. And so that's what we're going to do this morning. We flow in the Holy Ghost. So they may interrupt me. They may have words, all right? Teresa, my wife, my sister Christy, Larry, our daughter Megan, I mean, just... Just be flexible is what I'll tell you because we're going to flow in the Holy Ghost. We don't apologize for that. We're Pentecostal. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And we, we can't do church without the Holy Spirit. Right? If I were just to get up here without Him, I mean, it'd be dry as it can be. But let me tell you what. If you came in here with pain today, you're going to leave free of pain. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. I already know that. Some of, somebody is grieving so, so badly. You're grieving. You're mourning. God says, I'm healing that. Hallelujah. Past hurts. God is healing past hurts. This delete button in Jesus' name. If you came in here with past hurts, if you came in here mourning, all right, the Bible says you're going to leave with joy because God has the oil of joy for you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah to God. Woo, glory to God. Thank you, Lord. I've got two words for you. The first one's revelation. The second one's demonstration. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Hallelujah to God. But go ahead and turn to your Bibles uh, in Ephesians 1 if you have it. If you've got a Bible with you. 
The other thing I'll tell you right now is if I, if I could guarantee that Jesus was here right now and he wants you well, how would that make you feel? Well, I guarantee you right now, Luke, the book of Luke, let me get the address for you. All right, Luke chapter 5 and verse 17 says, The Spirit of the Lord is present to heal. Hallelujah. So I guarantee you right now that Jesus is here and he wants you well. One of the biggest hindrances or obstacles to people being healed is the belief that God doesn't want them well. That God put that sickness on them. That God wants them sick. That God gets glory out of sickness. No, God gets glory out of you being healed, out of you being well. I mean, God doesn't put sickness on his children. We've never, we've never wanted anything of, of, of disease or any illness on our children. And our Heavenly Father doesn't either. So know right now, know right now that Jesus is here and he wants you well. Hallelujah to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Any doubt, any unbelief, just get rid of that right now. Just get hit the delete button on right, that right now. In fact, just declare this with me. Just repeat after me. Say, Jesus is here. And he wants me well. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Wow. Woo. Glory to God. Now God's already moving by His Spirit. He already, uh, during the worship, and as you ladies gave out, that was awesome. Thank you, Lord. But in Ephesians 1, Paul prays a prayer to the church at Ephesus. And many Christians have never heard this prayer. And I tell you what, you're going to hear it today, and I want you to pray it not just one time, but over and over and over again. And you declare what this word uh, says, all right? It's not just for the church at Ephesus, it's for the church. All right, where are, where are we? Are we in uh, League City right now? Clear Lake? All right, it's for the church at Clear Lake. It's for the church at Dickinson, the church at LaPorte, the church at Houston. All right, this, this word that I'm going to give you, all right, is for every believer. All right, and Paul said this. He started with verse 15. He said, hey, I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints. How many of you know that it's great to be known for your faith and your love? Glory to God. And then he began to pray, and he said this. He said, I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God, that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened. Hallelujah. So God wants to give you revelation. He wants to give you a spirit of wisdom. And wherever you are in, in that area right now, there's always more in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Whatever spiritual level you're at right now, let me tell you what, there's always more. More, 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 more. Hallelujah. And we're going to lay hands on everybody that wants prayer of any kind for healing, for impartation, for the Holy Spirit. Some of you have never been baptized in the Holy Spirit. I know a lot of you have because I heard a lot of you praying in tongues already. Hallelujah. How many of you know that's a good thing? Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Let me finish reading this. 
that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he worked in Christ Jesus when he raised him from the dead all right, and seated him at his right hand far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this age but also in the age to come hallelujah and what did he do he made him the head of the church who's the church we are hallelujah you are you're the church i'm the church hallelujah the fullness of him who fills all in all hallelujah i'm telling you what god is increasing in a spirit of wisdom and revelation amongst those believers who want it today. And you can know the hope of his calling. You can know uh, even to a greater measure the exceeding greatness of his power, all right, that's available to us who believe. I tell you what, I believe in the power of God. I've seen it so many times. And, and we are in, I will tell you right now, we are in an accelerated season of healing now. We have seen more healings in the past year, year and a half than we had seen in years prior to that. We had a lady last night, neck problem, neck pain. All right, Teresa and I laid hands on her. I mean, this holy heat just came over her, and the Lord completely healed her neck. We prayed for a lady with a with a knee and a lower leg problem. Again, in this, both of these cases, I mean, heat just came all over them and tingling. She had a tingling. The leg lady had a tingling. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Anyway, they walked in hurting and they left here. Hallelujah. We are in an accelerated season of, of healing, but also in an accelerated season of revelation. And God is revealing more things to more people, I think, than I've ever seen before. And, and not just to the fivefold ministry. I mean, I love the fivefold ministry. Uh, that, who is that? That's prophets, apostles. Uh, uh, pastors, teachers, evangelists. All right, but God is revealing things who are not. All right, fivefold ministry. All right, if, you're, if we're sitting in the pew, God will reveal things to you. Hallelujah. All right, and when the spirit of wisdom and revelation comes on you in a greater fashion, I mean, you'll read the Word of God, and things will just jump off the page at you, and you'll see things there that you've never seen before, even though you've read it a hundred times. All right, God will. You talk about new things, all right, God is revealing, all right, new things to you that you didn't know before, hallelujah, and I'm going to give you a few new things today, things we've learned about praying for the sick, things we've learned about praying for people to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, and I want to teach y'all that, because as you go to Walmart, as you go to Target, H-E-B, as you go to the office, the gas station, all right, God is going to reveal things to you. He's going to show you people to go pray for. He's going to tell you what's wrong with them before you even ask. Hallelujah. And they're going to be healed at Walmart and Target. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Teresa and I, we purposefully, we deliberately, and, uh, when we go into a store, we pray, God, send us someone that we can pray for. I mean, we were take, we were at Target uh, a couple of weeks ago. Teresa was getting her daily uh, curbside pickup at Target or Walmart, you know. And I wanted to go in and look at uh, Astro shirts, so I went in. All right, there was a guy coming into Target, had one of those uh, one of those boots on, and. Um, I got to tell y'all, I don't care if people see me praying at the entrance to a target. Right. 
see me praying. All right, and this guy had one of those boots and he was limping, and I just walked up to him and I go, I go, man, I go, what's hurting? I go, what's going on here? And he goes, man, he goes, I've got multiple sclerosis, I've got gout, all right, I've got an issue with my leg, and I go, can, I go, I go, I just came from a healing meeting. I go, can I pray for you? And right at the entrance to Target there on Fairmont in Pasadena, I pray for him. Hallelujah. I don't know if the multiple sclerosis left because I, there's nothing I can test, all right? But I go, walk with me. I mean, I could test that, that limp, that, that pain in his, in his leg, right? I go, walk with me. He goes, ooh, it's better. So when you pray for somebody, don't be afraid to test it. A lot of people are afraid to test because they're afraid that something hasn't happened. I want to test it because I know something has happened. All right, and I want to confirm that. Hallelujah. Because there's power in the testimony. Hallelujah. I've already given you three testimonies today. Hallelujah. What has that done? That's increased your faith already. Hallelujah. But God is revealing things to people by His Spirit. Hallelujah. And so how is that happening? In uh, 1 Corinthians, let's go there, chapter 12. I mean, all of y'all know this. There's nine gifts of the Spirit listed there. And Brother uh, Howard Carter, I don't know if y'all know his name or not. He was, he was the General Superintendent of the Assemblies of God in Great Britain in the 60s. And he's generally credited with grouping these nine gifts of the Spirit. And he grouped them by three, three each. All right, the verbal gifts, that's the gift of prophecy, which we've seen uh, through Agnes today and others. That's, that's, that's a gift of prophecy being given out. Gift of tongues, gift of interpretation of tongues. Those are the verbal gifts because they say something. All right, then there's the power gifts. All right, the gifts of healings. Both of those are plural. All right, working of miracles and special faith. All right, and then there's the revelation gifts, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and discerning of spirits. And so Brother Carter grouped those so that we could, he would uh, help even Aggie remember what they are, okay? So, yeah, even Aggie can remember nine gifts of the Spirit. You break them up into three, three groups of three, and it's just easy to remember. But I want to talk to you about one in particular today, the word of knowledge. How many of you know that God is a genius? He's got all the knowledge. Hallelujah. And there are times when he wants to impart a piece of that knowledge, all right, to his children. All right? And so with us in particular, uh, we find that through, uh, as we pray for healing, the word of knowledge it is very instrumental in getting many people healed. And, and with me, when the word of knowledge is in operation, I mean, God will, will highlight a, a particular part of the body. And how does he do that? He, he, with me, he does it with heat. You know, my, my shoulder will get hot. It's a, it's a supernatural heat. Yeah. It's really, I mean, it's awesome. It's just like warm oil being poured over that body. All right? With other people, they actually feel the pain. All right? They will actually feel, and I've had that happen a few times. And, uh, and why does God do that? He wants people to know that he loves them, be concerned about them, and he knows what's going on in their life. And when you, when you give out a word of knowledge that says, say, hey, uh, just for an example, shoulder pain or whatever, you know, hey, God says, I love you and I want to. He reveals it so he can heal it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I, I've got several words of knowledge to give y'all today. Thank you, Lord. Do you have shoulder pain in your body right now? Neck? Thank you, Lord. 
joints, nerves, oh, protective tissue, in the name of muscles, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, be healed and be whole now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Do something you couldn't do. Can you do something? <laughs> So what is God going to reveal to you? What does he reveal to you? He, he reveals physical symptoms, all right, physical um, physical needs, all right, when we get together like this, or even one-on-one -on -one or in a small group. You mentioned your prayer group. Oh, my goodness. We've had so many great things revealed even in, in small life groups, all right? But God can reveal uh, new business ideas, new ministry ideas. Get this. We know of people that God has raised up that he reveals to them missing persons and where they are. And so, so the police in that community are coming to them and say, hey, this person is missing. Will you seek God about this person and tell us tell us where they are? That's the Holy Ghost. That's God. But God revealed to them, all right, that's a new ministry. I'll tell you what, if that, if that just ministers to you right now, pray that God, all right, will help you find our missing persons. Y'all talk about the sex traffickers? Oh, my goodness, because some of those sex traffickers, are, uh, some of the ladies and the men, they're, they're missing, all right, or, or they're being hidden, all right, but God will reveal where they are. Yes, yes. Yes. Lord said, get up and tell him, get up and tell him. I was laying in bed one night, and this is it, it's, it's in all of us like this. I was laying in bed, and there was a sign on the on the wall, and it said, blessed. A big sign that my kids had bought me. And Chris, I was just laying there looking at the sign, and I thought, I love that the kids bought me that. You know, for Christmas one year, it said blessed. And I, I've always wanted to catch people before they either did something wrong or right afterwards so you could say something to them about the Lord. You know, and that's been big in my heart for years. And so I'm looking at that sign, and I was not sleeping. I didn't go into a trance or anything like that. That sign disappeared, and I was laying there in the bed, and it was like it, there was no glass in it, but it turned into a window, and those two criminals had gotten loose, 
and they had broken out of jail, and they were armed and dangerous, and they, they'd had them on the news. And this guy was standing on a, on a porch, and let me put this down. Uh, he was standing on the porch, and he had a, a crowbar or something. He was trying to break into this white building, and the other guy, and I recognized him from the news, and I'm laying in my bed. And so the other guy was standing, and he was like watching, you know. The other little guy was watching, I guess, to make sure nobody was coming. And there was a big field, big grassy field, and then there's lots and lots of trees behind that. And so I mean, it was very, very clear what I could see. And so then this, this guy was um, trying to break in, and all of a sudden, it just, I for, forgot about it not being supernatural. I mean, I forgot about it being supernatural. I said, stop that. Stop. I said, stop trying to break in there. And he stopped and he started looking around. I mean, I just came out of it to make him stop that. And I knew they were armed and dangerous. And so, and he's looking and I thought, and I thought to myself, I thought, oh, he can hear me. And I said, don't go in there. Because I thought that he was breaking into a home or something, you know. And so he, he looked up again. And I said, you can hear me. And boy, you should have seen the look on his face. And the other guy can't hear me. And he's just got standing, looking away. And this guy, though, was all into it. And then he said, and then the Lord said this. And I pointed my finger at him like a gun. And and I said, what was the next thing? I said, oh, I said, look at me. Chris, I told him, look at me. I said, look at me. And he starts looking around. And he's going like this. And then he's looking right in my eyes. And I, and I said, you see me, don't you? And the look on his face, and he could see me in my bedroom. I don't know if he knew where I was at or what, but I said, okay. I said, get out of there now in the name of Jesus and don't hurt anybody. And he dropped that bar and he took off running. The other guy went, oh, okay. And he took off too. And then, then it was just gone. And then I saw quickly on the news that they were caught and uh, and he killed, he, he didn't get to kill anybody, but he, he got his gun out and he got killed. And the other little guy that didn't know anything that was going on, he went to jail. Now I shared that with Pastor Gina because I was going to church here at the time and I said, what do you think of that? She said, you know what I feel like the Lord's showing me? She said, that the man that you spoke to, that he was a backslidden Christian and God was giving him an opportunity to yeah. repent and turn his life around. And uh, she said, and, and he didn't take it. Oh, wow. He went ahead and did that and it cost him his life. But the Lord said, remind, I just saw that whole thing, I hardly ever, ever think about it and I hardly ever, ever share it. And he said, get up and tell it. Wow. Yeah. God can reveal anything. New business ideas, new ministry opportunities. <laughs> We know of a lady, the Lord gets, showed her an address, showed her an apartment, all right? All she knew was she was supposed to go to that address, all right? She goes to the address, knocks on the door. There's a lady in there, all right, contemplating suicide. Wow. What if she had to go? All right? She goes, knocks on the door. God totally frees her, breaks the spirit of suicide <laughs> off of her, all right, completely delivers her. All right, don't limit God, all right? God is giving unto you and me a spirit of wisdom and revelation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So let, I want to pray this over you right now, all right? I want to pray this, this whole prayer over you. Just, right, just, just stretch your hands this way. Father, I pray everyone within the sound of my voice, Lord, that they're increasing in a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God and His ways. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Increasing, increasing now. Wisdom and revelation. 
Lord, let that word of knowledge, that words of knowledge, Lord, increase, Lord, throughout everyone in this audience in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for activation of that spiritual gift, Lord, in Jesus' name, through everyone who desires it, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. So just repeat after me. Say, I am increasing, I am increasing in the spirit of wisdom, in the spirit of wisdom, and revelation, and revelation, and the knowledge of God, and the knowledge of God, in His way, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You say, Bruce, why teach on this? Because the more we teach on it, all right, the more God starts all right, uh, demonstrating and activating that gift, Lord, in, in the people that hear. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Because some people have never heard of the word of knowledge before. And, uh, tell you what, you can. There are times when you will, you will see it, you will dream it. Sometimes you will feel it. You will feel pain. You will feel warmth. All right, God can reveal it in a number of ways. And some of you, I believe, that has already started in you. It's already started. Maybe you didn't know what it was, but that's what it is. Hallelujah. God's revealing things to you, and he's going to reveal more, all right, as you desire that. The Bible says uh, the last verse there in 1 Corinthians 12, he said, desire, all right, the gifts of the Spirit. Earnestly desire. I mean, you know, it's okay to earnestly desire the gifts of the Spirit. It's okay to desire the things of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. It's okay to ask. Can you ask for the gifts of the Spirit to be operational in your life? Yes. Ask. Ask God. Glory to God. Come on. The scripture for that, one of them, is ask that you may receive that your joy may be full. Yes. So Larry and I were talking about this very same thing on the way here. So I said, Larry, you know it says ask. So I said, does that mean we can ask for anything he has? He said, yeah, yeah. anything. He, he said, has. everything I have is yours. And, and, and your joy will be full. So it's like, you know, start asking. I was going to say this too. You're going to have opportunities in this meeting to either receive what God has for you or to not receive it. And it's your choice. He doesn't force his will on anybody. He gives you the opportunity, and if you take it, then you get it. And if you don't take it, then you don't. So, <laughs> just take it all. <laughs> I just declare over all of you that you're going to take it all. look like some real whew, winners. <laughs> the last time we spoke, my son had to about carry me around the room, right, Minnie? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I was so drunk, I just, I honestly didn't even know where I was, and I'm almost there now. <laughs> it's, it's getting strong. Just keep it. So we've been so we've been praying this prayer over our family. Over, over you can pray it over you, pray it over your spouse, pray it over your children. All right, thank you, Lord, that my daughter is increasing in the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Pray it, uh, play it often, often. 
All right, we, Teresa and I have been praying this prayer. And I, I will tell you, just in the last year since we've been praying that, God has been revealing more things to Teresa than he ever has before in her life. I mean, when we pray for you, those of you who want a, a healing prayer after a while, many times God will reveal to Teresa how he's actually doing the healing. Yes. I mean, she'll see it. Yeah. God will just reveal it. All right, she'll see it, and she'll explain it. All right. Last night we prayed for a guy with uh, with eye trouble. He's up in years. You know, had doctor gave him a bad report about his eyes. And Teresa told him, she goes, I just see a fog over your eyes. But but God is removing that fog. Hallelujah. And your eyesight's becoming clear in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And a lot of times she won't even remember what she gives out. All right. She's so in tune with the Spirit. A lot of times she won't she won't remember, but I will. And I'll just I'll just tell her, hey, this is great what you gave out last night. Anyway, it's phenomenal. What is that? It's the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Hallelujah. It's word of knowledge. God's showing, all right, he's giving us the knowledge that he has, or at least a piece of it, all right, because we can't, uh, we can't have all of it, but he gives us the part of it, all right, that we can use right then for that particular situation. Now, in the Bible, remember when Jesus was at the, uh, at the well uh, in Samaria, the woman came and comes up and he, he begins to tell her things about her life, all right? That she'd had five husbands and, and that the man uh, she was with right then wasn't her husband. And then why did, it, why did God do that? He does that to expand his kingdom, all right? To let people know that, that he knows about them, that he cares about them, that he, he knows every detail and facet of their life. And what did she do? She went back to the town and she witnessed. And what did she say? Come see a man who told me everything I ever did. Hallelujah. What was that? That was the word of knowledge working through Jesus. He was the Son of God, it was because He was a human being filled with the Holy Spirit, all right? And God revealed that to Him, all right? Guess what we are? We are human beings, hallelujah, anointed and filled with the Holy Ghost. And if you're not, if you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, you will be if you want to by the time you leave today, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, hallelujah. And I'll even show y'all how, how to pray for people to receive the Holy Ghost here in, in a few minutes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now, the new, what's, the, what's the New Testament model for, for all this to happen? Well, first of all, that you're saved, you're born again. All right, Jesus told Nicodemus in John 3 that unless you're born again, all right, you can't be part of the kingdom of God. All right. And Nicodemus was thinking in the natural, but Jesus was thinking in, in the spiritual. That when we ask Jesus to become our Savior and Lord, He comes in and He, he makes our spirit alive to God. Jesus said to declare that wherever you go, He said, declare the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And He said later, He said, the kingdom of heaven, where is it? It's within us. Hallelujah. Because the Holy Spirit and the kingdom of heaven, they, they are hand in hand. Hallelujah. But Jesus said, declare the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He said, as you go, preach that. So I declare, I just declare to y'all right now, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's available right now. Jesus said, I brought my world with me, and it's available to you. Hallelujah. Because you believe. Glory to God. And what did he say in conjunction with that? He said, he said, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, hallelujah, cast out demons, freely you have received, freely give, hallelujah. 
And so you can do that wherever you go. You can pray for people at the office. I, I prayed for neighbors. I told you about the Target. We prayed for people in the checkout line at HEB. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And people, a lot of times, they'll just come up to us and start telling us what's wrong with them. And so anytime, anytime anybody ever gives me, hey, I've got this symptom, all right, I've got this symptom or I have this happening, all right, we pray right then. That, that's just, that's your clue, that's your signal to pray right then. I'm at, I'm at Home Depot. All right, I'm buying some lumber. Guy behind me, uh, he's got some fence pickets, and I go, hey, how much do those fence pickets cost? And it went from that, he went to telling me how much the fence pickets cost to he was having sh a shoulder surgery like the next day. So I'm praying for him in the parking lot at Home Depot. What, what, was, what did you call that? sinus issues to leave now. Allergies leave now in Jesus' name. I forbid you to stay in these precious people in Jesus' name. Daughters and sons of the Most High God. Jesus is here right now and he wants you well. I command sinus trouble to go. Coughs due to drainage and all that stuff. Go. Leave now. Leave now. Leave now. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So don't limit God about what he can reveal to you. Yes, it's word of knowledge is very powerful in the realm of healing, but God, God can give you problem res resolutions. I can't tell, me, tell you how many times I prayed at work, all right? Lord, I don't know how to fix this, all right? And within seconds, all right, God gave me the answer, and I'd write the code to fix the problem. Hallelujah. I, I like to work on cars. I, I can fix just about anything, but... There are times when um, when I've gone to bed not knowing how to fix a car situation, and when I wake up in the morning, all right, I just see it. I see the fix. Hallelujah. And I'll go and execute. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. God will do the same for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Woo, glory to God. <laughs> so that's revelation. What's the other word? Demonstration. Hallelujah. First Corinthians. Chapter 2 is and verse 4, Paul said, I don't come to you with eloquent speech. With eloquent speech. Thank you, Father. What did he say? He said, I come to you with a demonstration of the Spirit and of power that your faith would not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now God's fixing to demonstrate. He's already demonstrated to some already. He's going to demonstrate some more. Glory to God. 
Now, what, what's, I started to talk about the New Testament model, and I got sidetracked a little bit. But the New Testament model is this, to be saved, to be born again, to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. All right? And also, the New Testament model is to be filled, to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Now, Jesus, this is Jesus talking. All right, in Acts chapter 1, all right, he said, he said, you're going to be, you're going to, he said, don't go anywhere. He said, but you're going to be filled, you're going to be endued with power from on high when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. All right, so, so he told us, he said, look, he said, you're going to go, you're going to be witnesses unto me, all right, here, all right. Uh, Clear Lake, Dickinson, all the little suburbs around there, and to the uttermost parts of uttermost parts of the earth. But then he said, he said, don't leave yet, though. He said, don't start your ministry. Don't do any ministry, uh, missionary work. He said, don't leave Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. All right, until you be filled with the Spirit. He told them not to go. His his uh, his desire is for us to have the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And yes, it's praying in tongues, but but it's way beyond that. I mean, it's gifts of the Spirit, it's revelation, it's power being manifested. Hallelujah. And I love praying in tongues. Paul said, I pray in tongues more than all of you. All right, Paul the Apostle, big, big tongue talker. All right? All right, but Paul prayed for prayer cloths and people got healed. Hallelujah. All right, demons came out of people just by touching, all right, uh, Kleenexes that he had prayed over. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So God wants you filled with the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. He said, don't leave Jerusalem. And so many people try to minister, all right, without that additional power that Jesus said is ours. You can read about it. All right, in, uh, in Acts chapter 19, I'll just give you one, one uh, example. Paul goes to Ephesus, and there's some, there's some guys there, and he says, Have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? And they said, We haven't even heard of the Holy Spirit. So, and he said, Well, what were you baptized in? They said, Well, John's baptism. And he goes, Oh. So they were in Israel during the time of John the Baptist, but they moved out of town. All right, and didn't know about Jesus and about what Jesus said. And so Paul told these guys, he said, hey, he said, John said that we are to believe in the one who was to come after him, all right, which was Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, what happened? They received Jesus as Lord and Savior. He baptized them in water, all right? But guess what? That wasn't all. I mean, if salvation was all there was, if eternal life, forgiveness of sin, if that's all there was, that would be awesome. But guess what? There's more. Yeah. Yeah. Always more. And so Paul, the Bible says, Paul laid his hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit, and they spoke in a supernatural language that they did not know and glorified God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Guess what? God's still doing that. He's still baptizing. God's still demonstrating, all right, by, by getting people filled with the Holy Ghost. It can happen today. It all, you know, and when I was growing up, they always used to tell you, well, you have to work up the Holy Ghost. You've got to pray for hours and, and tarry and all that. No. So how do you receive the Holy Spirit? Well, it, it's not too hard. Even an Aggie can understand. All right. 
First of all, you have to know that God has sent the Holy Spirit, all right? He, he sent the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost initially, and I will tell you, for not one second since then has the Holy Spirit ever been withdrawn, hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit is still baptizing, all right, today. Hallelujah to God. Thank you, Lord. So know that the Holy Spirit is available to you. All right? And then second, just desire. It's desire. The Holy Spirit is a perfect gentleman. He will never go where he is not wanted. You know, and so many people, so many churches don't see any moving of the Holy Spirit because they, they don't want it. They don't want it. They don't want it. Let me tell you what, I want. Hallelujah. Not only do I want, I want more than I got right now. Hallelujah. It's, it's okay. It's okay to ask for more. The Lord says, everything I have is yours. He told, he told not the prodigal son, but the prodigal son's brother. He said, son, he goes, he goes, he goes you've been here all the time. He goes, everything I have is yours. Everything I have is yours. You know, that's one of the lies you know, that the enemy tells us all is we're asking too much. You know. <laughs> Have any of you ever heard that? You're just, you're asking too much. Really. It's like, come on. It's like, you can never ask for too much. Never. He never runs out. You can ask him all day, every day. And you can get the answers all day, every day, too. Yes. That's right. That's right. I don't know if you're still believing. You know, I know Janice in the natural, so this is not something I'm speaking out prophetically because I know her in the natural. But I just was wondering if you're still believing for the same things that when we were friends. Okay.
going on there. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I just release joy on this whole bunch right now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Lord. How many know joy has laughter, joy has dancing? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. It's a powerful spiritual force. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Lord. Earlier I said, sometimes you've just been grieving, you've been mourning. All right, God says he's, he's, he's healing that. All right, hallelujah. He said, I've given you the oil of joy, hallelujah, the garment of praise, depression, anxiety, you leave now, mourning, Ooh, grief, extreme grief, go now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You want Christy to lay your hands, uh, uh, lay her hands on you for that? Anybody? You're grieving, mourning. Any like a past hurt, like a severe past hurt. Yeah, go, honey. Go, go, go. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Back to the Holy Ghost real quick. Know the Holy Spirit is for you. Desire the Holy Spirit. And then Jesus said, Jesus said this. He said, He said, you're a parent, you're human, you know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will God give the Holy Spirit to them that what? That ask. Alright, so know the Holy Spirit is for you. Desire and ask. It's that easy. All right? And when we lay hands on you, you'll receive, I mean, very quickly, you'll just start speaking in a language that you've never spoken before. Hallelujah. Now, it's you that does the talking. The Bible says in Acts chapter 2, they were all, all the 120, 
Now, Jesus told 500. Only 120 actually obeyed. They're in the upper room. But the Bible says they all, they each one. See, God filled each one. All right? And so every one of you that comes up for, to receive the baptism, God's going to fill each one of you. All right? And you're, he's going to give you this supernatural prayer language. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is going to come upon you. All right? You're going to feel it. You're going to know it. And but he'll give you utterance. But it's you that does the talking. God's not going to put you in a trance and make your mouth move. All right? It's you. your vocal cords, your lips, your tongue, your air. All right? You do the talking. They were all filled, and they spoke as the Spirit gave them utterance. So how many of you, you, it's, you've, never, you've never been baptized or it's just been a long time since you, um, since you prayed in the Holy Spirit? If that's you, just come on, come on down. Come on. That's all right. Sorry, buddy. I love you. Come on. If it's been a long time since you've spoken tongues, come on. See, there's one baptism, but there's many fillings. All right, you can be filled and filled and filled and filled over and over and over. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Honey, you, you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. No question about that. You've asked Him. He's in there. That's right. So just, I'm just going to have you pray. All right, just repeat a prayer after me. All right, and then I'm going to lay hands on you, and the Holy Spirit's going to come on you. All right. Thank you, Lord. Have you ever spoken tongues before? through this uh, this little this process of praying just just remember this all right because God's going to use you all right to get people filled with the Holy Spirit all right all right so she she's acknowledged Jesus as her Lord and Savior that's not a question all right she's saved hallelujah thank you Lord so just repeat this prayer just repeat this prayer say Heavenly Father I know the Holy Spirit is for me I know you have sent the Holy Spirit for me. And I, I tell you, I desire to be baptized in the, with the Holy Spirit. And I ask you to fill me. And I thank you that when hands are laid on me, I'll speak in a language that you give me that I've never spoken before. Thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.
In the name of Jesus Christ, receive the Holy Spirit now. Receive Him now in Jesus' name. Come on, just pray. Just pray. Yes, go ahead. In the Raye, Taraba, Soto, O Caraba, Woo! Glory to God. Yes, come on. More, more. Mukaraba, Sata. In the Roboco, Taraba, Sata. In the Raye, Taraba, Sito, Roboco, Taraba, Sata. In the Roboco, Taraba, Sata. Nico, the Roboco, Sota, Still, still come up and we'll pray for you. Thank you, Lord. 
mother had it, so what we're going to deal with here is a, any generational issue, all right, that's been passed down, all right, in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you, Lord, I break any generational curse, any generational issue that's been passed down, any, any, uh, any sickness, any symptom that's been passed down through her line, I break that now under the authority of the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Now the buck stops here. It does not go any further. It stops now and leaves now and goes no further. In Jesus' name.
Come on. Yes. Yes. tell y'all yeah when we pray y'all just focus on receiving it's so hard to not pray while people are praying for you but but just just uh, let us pray you can't you can't dream and talk at the same time so just focus on receiving Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Did you see anything you want to tell me? So this is what Teresa saw for our sister here. So it was like, I just saw whenever she first began to speak, it was like, Swell, and it was just like the Holy Spirit just began to receive that back to its normal place. So, revelation and demonstration, all right? Revelation and demonstration. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. How can we pray, honey? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So I saw like these lots and lots of little tiny red blood vessels, and it was just like the Lord just began to move with like this kind of like an iridescent light all around the eyeball. And so the red blood vessels just went back to normal, and it was like, I don't see it now. Thank you, Lord. 
Lord, and I pray for every member of her family, Lord, that has this. I break the power of the enemy. I break the spirit of infirmity concerning macular degeneration over every member of her family. Lord, I speak healing to the entire family, Lord. Their eyes all be well and healed and whole now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for healing their macular area in both eyes in Jesus' name. The whole family. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jesus is here right now, and he wants her well in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Pain and go. Pain and go. Pain go. Pain go. Pain go. go, and don't come back. God of plenty, Hallelujah. plenty of healing, plenty of anointing, Hallelujah. You, plenty Jesus. of finance, joy. plenty of provision, plenty of ministry opportunity, plenty of joy. <laughs> just say ha 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 ha. I just release joy on you right now. I release joy all over you right now in Jesus' name. Go ahead. You can laugh all you want. Ha ha ha. Yes. It's okay to laugh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ha ha ha. Uh, yes, thank you, Lord. Lord, go ahead. Jesus, 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 Jesus,
Hallelujah.
跟他们一起的生意，我能赚什么工资？比如 Kelly 跟我说 ，But the Kelly knows from the words that he spoke about your body and your mind and your emotions and all of it. And right now, in the name of Jesus, he's saying, I'm taking all of that off. Commands are okay when you pray for when, when Jesus said heal the sick, and so when 
Peter and John prayed for the, uh, the lame man at the temple gate, they said, in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. They didn't say, oh, Lord, please heal him. No, they commanded him to be well in Jesus' name. And so the same thing is for us. We command, all right? Just pray like Jesus would have prayed, all right, in Jesus' name. that's missing to be reformed, remade, recreated. Ooh, now, now, cartilage come forth in a right knee in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Ooh, ooh. Come here, put your hand Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. There you go. Thank you, Lord. 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 Yeah. 
revelation knowledge. Thank you, Jesus. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge, yes, Lord. Yes, of rejoicing. We ask blessings on our speakers, their husbands and their wives. Father God, we just ask you to continue to anoint them and to bless them and open doors of ministry to them, Lord God. Bless them mentally, emotionally, socially, financially, in every which way. We give you all the glory for what is done today, Lord God, and we know that there will be testimonies of your love and your mercy and your grace 
and your goodness to the world. And we yes, open up our mouths to make those testimonies, and we thank you for it. So we ask you to bless them all that were here and keep them and watch your face to shine upon them, Lord. Yes. Lift up your countenance upon them and give them your peace in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. We'll be meeting again tonight for a double, a double dip of the Holy Ghost, 7 o'clock in the sanctuary with our evangelist Robin Thorne Rogers. We invite you all and we thank God for you today. Be blessed.